Yo, welcome back to the Killer Sports Big Podcast. You got your host here, Killer, my main man. Ground Jordan. What is up? <laughs> Not too much, man. We got... Which week are we in? Week 15. Week 15. Oh, man. It's almost over. I'm sad. Are you really sad? Uh, I'm sad that football season's getting there, but the Chiefs are coming on at the right oh time. Oh, my God. They look so strong. I think that they the uh, they look strong. They came on. You're right. They came on at the right time. Yeah, they they figured it out. They stopped just throwing the home run ball. They started kind of taking what the defense has given them, and their defense figured out how to play defense. And it's all at the right time. Hopefully, not a little too early. Here's the problem, though. We're, we're running into a lot of COVID problems. That's the problem. So we have. Uh, what, two games Monday? I know we have two games Tuesday, and we moved the Raiders moved to Monday. So, wait, that was the Monday. So, we have a game Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We have games. So, have you ever seen an NFL game on a Tuesday before? That's what I was trying to figure Didn't out. Didn't they do that last year or then a year before they played on an odd day? I don't remember. I, I remember Saturdays, Mondays, obviously Sundays, and I – Wait, they did play a game on a Tuesday night last year. They did? Oh, it was yeah. COVID? Okay. Um, so the Tuesday, is st- it's just a continuation of week 15? Yeah, so it's going to be the Rams. I can't wait yeah, until, until COVID makes it so that one week bleeds past the next week. <laughs> They're going to have a Friday game from week 15 after the week 16 Thursday game. Yeah, that would be cool. So the Washington-Philly game is Tuesday also because of the COVID. Yeah, I mean, I like this. You get to watch football every night. But it's starting to seem a little – it's getting really weird from a fantasy perspective. Um, DFS is not so bad with this. You're just like, all right, next man up. I feel bad for the people. You know, in the season longs, especially if they have a yeah. bunch of money on the line. Yeah, I do too. But what, you know, what are you going to do? Let's put our po- sponsors, right? This podcast is brought to you by New England Fleece, best fleece in the beginning. I have some cool fleece. You want some? You need you need a blanket? Is that one of them that you're wearing right now? That is a tight shirt. This isn't a fleece shirt. It's an Under Armour shirt. Dinner. That thing is, it looks it's like a, a Superman shirt. shirt. I am Superman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tight shirt. <laughs> Wait, is that it? Did I interrupt you? No, you didn't interrupt. That's it. And, uh, oh, check out Greg Gear Play Forever. What's your play forever? I I can't wear shirts like that after the COVID anymore. I got I to gotta get back in the gym. I've been in the gym, man. I lost 80 pounds. You did? Yeah, eighty. Congratulations! Points. I gotta oh. change my wardrobe. Even flirted with fighting again. Well, you know what? We'll save money. We'll just switch clothes. <laughs> I agree. Let's do it. Let's switch clothes. I think I, I dress a little more flashy than what you do. Well, we'll keep the shoes. We'll okay. keep the shoes because my feet are still the same size. Okay, yeah, I can't give my shoe collection. It's pretty nuts. Uh, before we go into the lineups, is there any games that like peak 
your interest that like say you really really want to sit and watch this week so it's a little bit of a late notice but the saturday night new england indie game i think is going to say a lot about is new england capable as far as like a playoff team goes like i think this is going to be their toughest test of the season and it also is going to show a lot about indie i know they're on the bubble there but everybody's kind of saying new england's gonna you know walk right through um you know at least the afc championship game but but i think it's gonna be a big test for them i do too i think the biggest test is gonna be stopping taylor um we thought buffalo was gonna do it and he had what six touchdowns (laughs) yeah um so i what i've been trying to decide what i've been trying to think about is you know everybody knows New England they take they like to take away your best thing right mm-hmm. they say oh if your you know your best player is Tyree Kill or your best player is Christian McCaffrey or whatever we're just going to shut that player down and then make you beat us in a way you're not comfortable with so what I've been trying to figure out are they going to go after Taylor and say we're not going to let you run the ball or are they going to go after Carson Wentz I think those are the two options they have there. They are, but I think Taylor, Buffalo tried it, and he just he was getting to the second level every single time, and then he would pass the second level, and then he wasn't being stopped. Uh, Belichick is a mastermind, but uh, I've seen him shut really good backs down. But you're right; it's you know they have other good plays. Uh, Doyle's been stepping up at tight end. Um, Hilton's still good. Pittman. I don't know. It's going to be a good game. So if I was him, this is my thinking, is I would rather do everything I could to shut down the run and make Carson Wentz beat me. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't trust Carson Wentz as much as I do Taylor with the ball. So that's my thinking is they're going to they're going to give them opportunities to throw it down the field and try and get uh, Wentz to make some mistakes. That's what I think anyways. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you. My game that piece of interest, believe it or not, is New Orleans at Tampa. Tampa, uh, New Orleans were able, was able to beat them earlier this year. So Brady's home is a double. There's three two digit spreads on the board. It's uh, you know I don't like, I don't like double digits. Uh, the I think a lot of people Tampa are going to take uh, New Orleans plus the eleven and a half. But but Tampa Bay's been blowing people out, you know. And New Orleans don't have anything. I think the Giants game is a little inflated. The Cowboys minus eleven and a half. That's uh, even though it's. Even though you know it's the, the records are opposite and Giants has the best part of that opposite, they I mean Dallas does. They always play tough and J- Dallas to me isn't impressive. Like they haven't been like wow. Like look at them. You know they. I agree. And then another thing I've noticed this year, I don't think I've really thought about it past years, is whenever I see the double digits in the same division this year, that always is a bit of a red flag for me. Because mm-hmm. divisional teams, they get to see each other twice a year. They've been seeing each other every year. So they tend to play each other a lot closer 
than non-divisional teams. So when yeah. I see that double digit, it, it always kind of makes me want to take uh, the worst team with the points. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. Look at Detroit. Detroit's been playing teams close. Like, they've been in games to the end, you know, and plus 13 in a dome against Arizona. Um, Arizona did not look good on Thursday night. The Rams. Was that Monday? That was Monday night. You guys. Um, yeah, yeah, that was Monday night, and that was a good uh, win for the Rams. It was, and so is Detroit the Rams? No, but they, they, they've been sneaky, man. They've been really playing some good football. Uh, what else is on the board? A good fantasy, daily fantasy um, group to pick from would be the Houston-Jacksonville game because I think there'll be a lot of points scored or it'd be a lot of turnovers. So, um, you know, like I like Cooks. I like Robinson. I might even in a lineup put Mills. You know, with uh, Urban Meyer leaving this week, I wonder what Trevor Lawrence is going to come up with. Did you see that? They got rid of Urban Meyer? Yeah, you think their kicker is going to go off gonna, this week? He's going <laughs> to kick his cat. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Siri just came up and said he's going to kick his cat. Uh, yeah, something happened with your audio for a second. I didn't know it was Siri. I probably Siri. shouldn't say anything or else she's going to start. Yep, there she's it goes. Tell the government on you. There oh, it goes. On. All right, we won't say her name anymore. <laughs> uh, luckily, she's off on my phone for that very reason <laughs> because she just starts talking out of nowhere. Um, so that story's crazy. Um, there's got to be more to it. Than Definitely. just what 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 we heard about with the kicker, like it. I also can't believe that you that somebody would go and tell on somebody for that. Like that story doesn't make you sound any better when you go you tell on somebody. When you go tell on somebody that they kicked you and made fun of you for missing field goals. Like I would just bury that <laughs> deep down inside. Can you imagine like <laughs> the guy's this. like he's a senior citizen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the kickers that are like missed field goals and got death threats at the <laughs> college campus and they like they don't say anything with this guy. Like the coach kids me and make fun of me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so there has to be more to it. Like it's obviously it's like, oh people are like, Oh, it's hostile, like work environment or this and that, but it's like, look, it's the NFL. This is not, you know, Walmart. Like yeah. This stuff is going to happen, obviously. And anyone who played sports growing up, kind of, you you hear this story and you're like, "What? Well, I don't really see the big point." Yeah. So there has to be more there. Oh, he kicked me, and he said I was ugly. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're going to go to sure thing value sleeper. Yeah, you know the Bobby Knight's old players are like, what? Oh are you kidding? <laughs> they haven't even told the half of things yet. They're like, hold on, hold my beer. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> Bashed him over the head like WWF with chairs. Yeah. Oh, he crushed him. So, sure thing value sleeper. It's tough with the sure thing. I like Alan and I like Murray. So, I'm going to leave it at... <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Um... For my value this week, I like Mills, 6,800, going against a bad Jacksonville defense. I think he's going to do something. And my sleeper this week, 
is going to be Jared Goff. I, he's played against Arizona. He's had big numbers against Arizona. I know he's not with Sean McVay, but I just think he's gonna have he's gonna have some good numbers tomorrow. Nice. So my sure thing this week, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. He's been tearing it up lately, um, and then when it gets later in the year, I tend to like these northern teams playing outside against southern teams mm-hmm. um, because it's gonna be it's snowing up there like right now. Um, Carolina's got to go up there and play. They look like they're slipping a bit. Um, I really like that matchup. For my value this week, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm surprised to see him under $8,000 because last three weeks, he scored the lowest of 26, highest of 33 in fantasy points. Um, the 26 was against the Rams, 33 against Minnesota, 29 was against Chicago. I know he's going against Buffalo, and that's pro. I'm sorry, the Baltimore, and that's yeah. probably why they dropped him below 8,000. But Baltimore, to me, does not. Their defense just doesn't look as dangerous as it was five years ago. Um, and I like his price there, 7,600, and then. At sleeper this week, I actually have this going in a in a couple lineups. I'm gonna take uh, Jimmy Garoppolo playing at home Jimmy against G. Atlanta. So I, I don't think I've used him in DFS at all this year, but Atlanta is just giving up everything to everybody. <laughs> um, Jimmy's hit over twenty. Um, let's see, three times so far this year, and you know I feel like if if he's going to do it again, it's, it's probably going to be on a week where you're playing uh, playing Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. They're also down. Uh, I mean, they're down like their main running back. You know, um, they got Wilson. They give him the ball like Wilson six times a game. <laughs> and then so they the throw rookie, in like... Is he COVID? He's concussion, right? Didn't he get hurt last week? I think they're Elijah only... Mitchell? Yeah, their only healthy running back is Wilson. But last week he was healthy and he only got the ball like seven times. They gave it to Debo Samuel more times than him, which is probably what they're still going to do. Um, but also because you don't have that like normal running game, I feel like they're going to lean more on Jimmy and maybe you know some more short passes and stuff like that to Debo. So I like him there at only 6,700. It opens up basically another expensive you know, wide receiver running back spot for you. That's a good spot. We can move to running backs. Um, my sure thing's going to be Harris. I know he's Tennessee stingy with the rush, but Harris does everything else. He's, since the beginning of uh, the year, he's only missed double-digit fantasy points twice. And uh, I think he have a big day. 8,800, you can work him in your uh, lineup. I was thinking Connor, but Connor's questionable, so I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and... And with Connor, before I forget, Chase Edmonds is coming back this week. I saw that. So, thank you. The uh, value, you can go with Gaskins going against the Jets or Edmonds for 65 going against Detroit. Um, That left me with, I like Robinson this week. He's not a sleeper. There's a lot of people like Foreman. Um, Foreman with Tennessee, that's a good pick. But uh, I'm going to stick with Robinson. I think Robinson's going to come out and have a huge week this week with the new uh, coach. 
Robinson is absolutely due for a bounce back game. He's been due for a bounce back game for like two or three weeks. I threw him in like it was last week or the week before because I was like, you, this guy cannot stay down this long. Like he's very talented. He had a bunch of games in the beginning of the season where he put up 20 plus fantasy points. And then I guess got he got hurt a little bit and then got into it with the coaches. And uh, but hopefully that can earn you a good spot to get the ball, right? Yeah, hopefully the situation <laughs> improves. But I think this is—I think you're absolutely right. There's going to be a game where he just blows up, and only he's only going to be like two percent owned. There you go. Um, so at my sure thing at running back, uh, I'm going to take Joe Mixon. I was looking into his numbers, and like he's quietly been a top two, top three running back the whole year just without the crazy coverage like everybody else so he's second in rushing yards third in tds and he's first in amount of carries in the league um he's got a little bit of a tough assignment this week going against denver but that really hasn't stopped him on on other weeks against teams that should have a great run defense he's actually put up in the 20s uh it's like he a even- fireball <laughs> that's a great analysis all right so my value this week i have two i know i'm breaking the rules here one i won't talk about much it's ezekiel elliott he's only like 6700 something like that 67 68 somewhere right in there it's only because of his price i know he's dealing with a little bit of an injury but he always has that ability to to rush in those touchdowns so for that he's there um my other value is going to be miles gaskin from miami uh, going against the jets jets are having to go down to miami right now um which again you're going from cold to to probably hot i don't know what temperature is in miami i assume it's hot hot there (laughs) temperatures three digits hot um (laughs) So this time of the year, the northern defenses do not do no. super great. It, down we south. said this before. What, what happens is the visitor side at Miami is no shade. So you just sit there <laughs> and bake. It's no shade. Did you see last week? Uh, who did Dallas play last week? Hold on one second. Uh, Dallas played. Was it? Hold on. Dallas played Washington. So Dallas played Washington, and they brought their own heated benches. Because they heard that Washington doesn't give the visitors side heated benches, so they had to bring their own. So I saw that, and I was just they they like kind of breezed right past it. They were like, "Yeah, they flew in their own benches," and I was like, "What well, logistically? Like, I want to know how does this happen? Like, how are you allowed to just so they flew them and then they put them on big trucks and then they had people just carrying these things in and like who allows this to happen?" What does well, the, the airport other team say did. when you show up with benches? <laughs> benches. <laughs> Put the benches. Can you check the benches? Is this a carry-on? <laughs> yeah. It won't fit through the scanner. <laughs> Everyone sit behind waiting. This guy has benches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had so many questions. None of them were answered. Like, yeah, they brought their own benches. They flew them in. Because the team sets opposite Miami. They're going to just sit there on the sideline and bake. <laughs> Yeah, they, they should bring, like, uh, blocks of dry ice. Just set it around the sideline. We got yeah. a nice smoky ice going on. Like the Amazon guy. Um, but 
so I like Miles Gaskin this week. His price is only sixty six hundred. Um, he should have a pretty solid day. And then at my sleeper, I'm gonna go with Michael Carter from the Jets. Oh, I so like that, dude. he's only fifty nine hundred. Two weeks ago against Buffalo, he had 16.2. Four weeks ago against Cincinnati, he had 27.7. Uh, this guy, you know, I he's not going to, like, go insane. But, I mean, for 5,900, he has a decent chance of getting 20 points. I like yeah. him. Yeah, he's not bad. I like him. North Carolina running back. He's done his thing. Uh, who knows? All right, we're going to go to wide receiver. Uh, my sure thing's going to be Debo. He's going to be running the ball. He's going to be catching the ball. He's going to be doing practically everything that you expect. For 6,800, I had a toss-up between Ayuk and Higgins uh, with Cincinnati. I know uh, Denver has a dingy D, but Higgins always finds a way to uh, get the ball. And my sleeper this week is a guy who 51, he's always in the end zone. I don't know how, why, what, or where. Is Mac Hollins with the Dolphins? Like every time I look up, there's a play for Hollins, and he's in the end zone. So, fifty-one hundred dollars, he can get you seven to fourteen points. Go, Mac Hollins. <laughs> so I agree with you. I have Debo Samuel there for the same reason. He's running and catching. I really like that. Him and Cordell Patterson are now essentially playing that that mix between running back and wide receiver uh, just because they have that crazy speed, athletic ability. Like you. Um, Yeah, you know, like me. Um, (laughs) And at the value play, I also have T. Higgins this week. Um, What's his price? 6,800. He should definitely be in the sevens. Um, But they got to, like, put him a little lower than Jamar Chase. But the thing is, is some weeks – it's a toss-up between the two of them. Who's going to catch yeah. the touchdowns? Um, well, Chase, he's he's been dropping a lot, but Higgins is – you're right. I think Higgins should be right underneath him, but I'll take that price. Yeah, I mean, the honestly, it's a, it's a toss-up between the two, but the Higgins price is better, and that's why I go that way. They, can, they both have that ability to score 25 in a game. Um, and then – at my sleeper, I got two this week. So one is going to be Alan Lazard uh, from Green Bay. He's coming off a big game last week. And he had like nine targets, 100-something yards, a touchdown, scored 19 points. Um, I think that Green Bay is going to have to throw the ball a bit against Baltimore. Uh, they've been leaning that way. They've been... Rodgers has been throwing a lot more instead of running as the season goes on. Um, I like him a lot there. And then my other sleeper is going to be also from Miami. I'm going to take Devontae Parker. This guy has worked his way into the sleeper conversation yes, by working his way out of <laughs> the conversation over the, the last sleep. year. Now he's a sleeper. He's in a rep <laughs> sleep. <laughs> yeah, him and, uh, him and his buddy o- OBJ. OBJ crushed it the other night. I was glad. He actually did really well. And then he got the COVID and gave it to the whole team. Gave it to the whole team. (laughs) Yeah. Because of that celebration. That's why. (laughs) That was the COVID. (laughs) So, so Devontae Parker, he he had a game against Indy where he had 15 and a half. Game against Buffalo where he had 12 and a half. 
Um, in those games, he had nine and 11 targets against the Giants. He only had five targets, but I don't think they really needed that much from him. But this week, Waddle is down. So because Waddle is Waddle his way onto the sideline, Devontae <laughs> Parker, his target should jump up. He should be back to like that 10 uh, to 12 targets this week. He should get probably a touchdown. I see him at the high teens, may hit the 20 mark, and he's only 5,800. It's not bad. So we're going to move on to tight end. Uh, I'm going to start with Kittle. He's been, like, destroying the league in the last two games. Um, Jimmy G, like you said, Atlanta gives up everything. San Francisco, um, a San Francisco stack will be good. You got to put Kittle, Ayuk, um, Garoppolo, and, and Debo. Debo. Oh my God, I got, I got a, I got a brain freeze. Um, my um, value is going to be your guy Faramuth. Still at fifty three hundred. This is another guy. He's always in the end zone. Uh, that's your guy. I really like him. My sleeper this week. There's pretty. There's good. Some guys. I I, I like Frisker with um, Tennessee. But my guy. I hope he plays tomorrow. It's gonna be Brevin Jordan with Houston. Another guy. He's just always in the end zone. You love that Houston Jacksonville game, huh? Yeah, because there's gonna be a ton of points. <laughs> that's why. And well, you, then you should take the over on it because it's. The over-under right now is sitting at 39 and a half. Yeah, because they think Turner was... My thing is, and, and this is the thing I had to learn, was you go at matchups, not who you think you like. You don't go at names in uh, Daily Fantasy because you're going to have a good name going against a good team not going to get you anything. So tomorrow we got Houston, like Mills, right? You wouldn't... Who knows Mills? But he's going against Jacksonville, and I think Mills is going to have some big numbers. So why not use him? He's been doing well. I like it. I used Mills last week. He's had some great games. I mean, he's put up similar numbers to Garoppolo. He just doesn't have the name recognition. True. Um, so my shirt thing this week, I'm going to go with Mark Andrews from Baltimore. And I'm really basing this. I was looking at him and Kittle. Kittle's numbers have been amazing um, the last couple of weeks. I really like Mark Andrews' target numbers. The last four weeks, he's at 10, 10, 9, and 11. Uh, last week, he went 11 for 11 in receptions wow. for 23 points. Um, he's getting more targets than any wide receiver on that team. He's the number one targeted player. So he's only he, – or not only. He's 7,400. Um, only? Yeah, only. So the volume is there for me for sure thing. At value this week – I'm going to go with Dawson Knox. Um, the price is a little bit out of what I would consider value. He's about 6,500. Um, but he's been very consistent in uh, touchdowns this season. I think he has nine, eight or nine. I don't know the number in front yeah, of him. Yeah, he throws a lot to Knox. Um, but that's that's why I like him. He finds the end zone a lot. And then my sleeper, this guy, was he was a monster at the beginning of the season. And he went to sleep. It's Kyle Pitts. Um, he was a monster, and he turned back to a human. Yeah, he turned back to a human, and he went to sleep. So, Kyle Pitts from the Falcons. So, they've been down Calvin Ridley a few weeks. I've been watching him thinking, oh, his numbers are going to tick up because Calvin Ridley's out. It hasn't really happened much. Um, but I think it, they're going to get down in this game. They're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him to have one of those 10-plus reception games. 
So let's move to defense. The my sure thing it was a toss up. Like I I know the Jets don't. I, I just like Arizona. I like Arizona for the sure thing. I think that they will have turnovers. I think golf will have big numbers, but I think they still will. Golf turns over the ball a lot, so I think that that's what it would get their points. I like uh, my value is going to be Houston for forty, and my sleeper defense is going to be Cincinnati Bengals for thirty-four hundred. Nice. So my uh, sure thing defense this weekend is going to be Buffalo playing at home against Carolina. They're going to be on the sled. They're not going to be able to. Not going to be able to get any kind sled. of traction. Gonna be throwing interceptions. It's gonna be ugly. Uh, my value is gonna be the Cowboys this week at forty six hundred. I'm running them in like two thirds of my lineups right now. Um, I've been high on them this season. They're probably my most used defense in DFS this year. They're putting up great numbers. Um, and then my sleeper is gonna be Tennessee. Ben Roethlisberger has been turning the ball over like crazy. So if the Tennessee uh, defensive line can get through to him, they're going to create turnovers. That that seems to be the question with Tennessee every game. They have a great rushing defense, um, or I'm sorry, like they have a great pat. They have great pass rushers on their team, and, and if they can find their way to the quarterback, they create all kind of problems. Um, and Pittsburgh has not been great this year. So, no, not so, at all. Uh, they're only forty one hundred, so I'm going to take them as a sleeper. I have them. I have them going in one. One hundred. In one of, I think I have three lineups, four lineups in right now. You have by four tomorrow. Five. By the time kickoff is tomorrow, I'll probably have six lineups going. Then I'll be kicking myself for putting so many in. So you I start kicking I, yourself. I'll be kicking myself for putting so many because I start getting like I start thinking about it from every angle and I overthink it. And then my last two or three that go in, I look at it later and I'm like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> All right, we're gonna move over to the lineups. Um, I'm gonna give my picks and then lineups. I'm going with the three big underdogs. I'm gonna go with Giants plus eleven, Detroit plus thirteen, and New Orleans plus eleven and a half. I'm going to go with them. I, I hate double digits. I think it's going to show why. So my line, I'm going to go with Josh Allen at the helm. Uh, Gaskins at running back. One, Robinson RB2. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver. One, Diggs, two. Samuel, three. Fairmouth at my tight end. I'm not sure on my flex yet. I might use Freeman. Um, Devontae? Royce. Oh, I'm not sure okay. what they're going to do with him. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him. They haven't been playing David Johnson too much, but I just, I don't like, I like Royce Freeman. And then I'm going with Giants. I'm at Miami's defense. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. You were able to get some, a lot of good players in there for that money. I was um, trying to get you in, but you were too much money. Yeah. my They said my gut was too big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give – I've been trying to decide for like the last four and a half minutes which lineup I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with this one. Uh, so at quarterback, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers 
Running back one, Joe Mixon. Running back two, I'm going to go with Miles Gaskin. Wide receiver one, Devontae Parker. Wide receiver two, T. Higgins. Wide receiver three, Amari Cooper. Tight end, Mark Andrews. In the flex, I'm going to go with Michael Carter, that running back from the Jets we were talking about. And then at defense, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Uh, what are your thoughts on tonight? Do you have a five-man for the uh... – if we can, we can probably get it in. I we... do. I do have a five man, and I swear to God, if anybody copies it and we split the money, I'm gonna lose my mind. But I'm gonna give it to you anyways. At MVP, this ties into what I said earlier about what I think Bill Belichick's gonna do. Okay. At Carson, uh, at MVP, I'm gonna take Carson Wentz in the first flex. Pittman. Next, I'm gonna go with Nick Folk from New England, kicking all those field goals. Uh. Next flex, I'm going to go with Mac Jones. Hopefully he throws more than three passes this game. (laughs) And then rounding it out with Ramondre Stevenson. There you go. uh, Running back from New England. I'm going to go with Aguilar, my MVP. It's just a crazy one. I have like 10. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Mac Jones, Wentz, and Nikhil Harry. Um, On a game, I think under... Tough man, I think Indy under. Uh, I'm with you on the under. Yeah, you know, I'm with you there. I'm with you. All right. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy we'll, New. Oh, we'll be back for the New we'll Year. We'll be I'm back sure. for New Year, but Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. We're not gonna say look at our our uh, website because it's jacked. So we might we'll probably have it up for baseball. Sorry for that, but uh, thanks. Thank you guys. Our numbers been up. People listening and uh, continue. We'll see you. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Peace.